Real talk. Real people. Real stories. The He's Just Podcast. Chia! Welcome everyone to another He's Just Podcast. I'm your host and founder of the He's Just a Social Worker Movement, Jules Duget. And we have another great show for you this afternoon. I'm excited about the super guest that we have today. There's a lot of love and respect for her and the work that she's been laid out for everyone in her community and beyond. But before we begin, I want to remind everyone that this movement was created because many times we were overlooked, we were labeled, and people with power or people in positions of power made it difficult for us putting labels on us and telling us that we weren't enough. But our plight is for anyone and everyone who feels a need to be understood. We are strong as individuals, but unstoppable when we unite. Today's show is titled Sterling House, The Kids Are Safe Here. And the reason that we are having this show is because we're in my hometown of Stratford. I'm super excited about today's show. And I'm also very happy to introduce the She's Just person of today. Uh, Before we get into our invited guests, I want to tell you a little something about Sterling House. Sterling House is a movement that has been happening for almost 100 years. I mean, it is amazing the amount of programs and services that they offer. They have preschool, after-school programs to support children with homework help. You also have summer camps. There's opportunities when kids don't have school that they can come here for after-school programs. And let's talk about the teens a bit. The teens are able to prepare themselves with college and career readiness program called Strobe, S-T-R-O-B-E, which is Sterling Teens Recognizing Opportunities and Benefiting Everyone. And let me tell you, not only have I been able to benefit from programs such, but I can tell you that the teens from my town have benefited. And this is a program that begins to show kids about how to work how to prepare and have a work ethic and showing them the value of what it is to work with people. And it's almost like a recycle type of program where the kids are young and small and then they start growing up and then little do you know, they begin to work here. From here, they begin to lead programs. But let's not stop there. They have programs that are benefiting those that like the arts. They have events that they perform and students and 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 family and community members it's all in one house and sterling house to me is one of the gemstones in stratford and and in um connecticut the one thing i also want to talk about and when we introduce our guests we're going to lay that out is that not necessarily do you need to be from stratford families come to us from trumbull from milford Bridgeport and beyond. No one is turned away and there are opportunities for people to get involved in so many ways. They have sports for the kids. They do swimming, volleyball, summer camps, resources, events. They have a a store. And those of us who live here have been able to see this transformation and she won't take credit for it but she's one of the people responsible for making this happen i am so excited to really talk a lot about her because she's one of these heroes that 
just goes around just doing her uh, business. But I can tell you that my family personally loves her for all the things that she's been able to do. Her name is Pam Robertson. She's the community engagement coordinator, but she's one that tell you titles are just titles, really nothing that she really cares about. She is a family woman. Her, she has three beautiful kids. She came to us from Kansas City. She has an education in economics and she's worked in various things. Um, she went from a bookkeeper. She's owned some bookstores. She's been involved in small business. She's traveled some. She went to Minneapolis, then came to Connecticut to support her family. And what's interesting is that the small business sector is something that she's very versed in, but you will learn from her when I bring her on that her work is what's most important to her, is the children that she services. And this is the reason why we're so honored to have her on our platform to talk about that because she needs to be lifted in that way. Um, she ran a successful business for almost 20 years plus. And when she came to Sterling House, which is super, super interesting, she came in because she says, I really had nothing to do and came out. And this sounds like a good thing to do. And so, you know, she started maybe three hours a day or nine hours a week or whichever way you want to call that out. And then from there, she began to get engaged. And the work today, we're gonna to focus on volunteerism. She is the queen. She really, really wears this on her sleeve. First one to show up, last one to leave, all the time, for years and years and years. And many of the alum still come back to see her. Kids still come back, she stays in touch with them. And that's why we love her so much, because I think that the ability that she's allowed these students to have is monumental. So I'm super, super excited to introduce to you. I mean, we all call her Pam. So here you go. Pam, welcome. Thank you so much. I mean, for us, I tried to do you justice because you really don't like to talk so much about your greatness. But I can tell you, um, we are so happy to have you on our show. But we'd like to start talking about what really drove you to Sterling House? What was it about Sterling House? Well, as you said, I sort of ended up here initially, rather accidentally. Um, but once I was in, um, the place itself is very amazing. Mm -hmm. The energy is great. And you just knew that, I just knew that it was someplace in my community that was significant mm. and worth my time to invest, to improve both the place and um, the community that I lived in. So when you first started, take us back a bit. You begin the work, you're here volunteering and your husband and you have your sort of agreement. I'm just gonna go volunteer a few hours. And what did he say about when the hours became longer hours and so on and so forth? Well, I started bringing home a paycheck associated with them um, after a bit. Mm -hmm. um, but in when you work in uh, community service, mm -hmm. there is um, a fine line between worrying about accomplishing what you set out to do and being paid mm -hmm. significantly for your work um, because you, you're you paid and, and we're rewarded also. 
not just monetarily. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and so we're going to talk a little bit about the programs here at Sterling House because because you you are the leader to me in many ways. The kids recognize you immediately. But there's a slew of programs here, and is and is pretty difficult for people not to understand how much goes on. So take your time and tell us. Let's start with the um, preschool. We understand that children come here at an early age. What are, the, what are the ages and what do you need to get involved to be part of that? The kids can start here at three. Um, we have three and four-year-olds. Mm -hmm. um, it is um, a kindergarten prep curriculum, mm. um, but it's small. We don't have multi-classrooms. We have one group we have a head teacher and a teacher mm -hmm. we welcome community volunteers our staff volunteers for um things like their you know gingerbread building mm. and um they love for the public to come in and mm. do story time with them the the baldwin center which is our senior center in town mm -hmm. is walking distance mm -hmm. so we connect the preschoolers <laughs> with the seniors at the senior center mm. often to do projects oh okay. um they like to go there and sing seasonal songs to them and things mm. Um, and so that is our preschool. Those kids are able then to begin coming to camp, which mm. is all summer long. Mm -hmm. um, Strolling House prides itself on being affordable to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and we try to accommodate families. So we have extended morning hours and extended afternoon hours so that working parents mm -hmm. um, can be accommodated. Um, and we also have... Um, a lot of financial aid available for those who would not be able to participate otherwise. So as we begin to hear some of this, you as a young mother um, stumble upon Sterling House and now you want to get involved. Is it difficult, the application process? What do parents need to know before they begin that process to be eligible for that uh, preschool component? There's nothing difficult about the application process. Everything mm. we have is online. Mm -hmm. Our website is um, translatable into five languages. Mm. Um, if you're not computer, computer savvy, mm -hmm. you can walk in mm -hmm. and there are plenty of us here that will help you uh, accomplish the registration. It is mm -hmm. not difficult. Even mm -hmm. the um, paperwork to get assistance mm -hmm. is not complicated. So now that the families enroll the students and now the student is involved, they go from preschool to summer camp. What could potentially happen for that continuing family as they continue to move on? Well, often we have kids who come to camp every year come every summer all summer long mm -hmm. um they we also have most of the sports in town mm -hmm. so kids can continue to see us throughout the school year mm. um we also have we are community center mm -hmm. so we do have typical community center activities like yoga and swim lessons mm -hmm. and karate classes mm -hmm. um and, and then i saw a uh, pickleball oh pickleball sure okay so so there are financial um aid opportunities scholarship opportunities for all families 
Um, that's one of the things that I do when I when I think of you, when I see you welcome a family. So I, I had actually went through this process. The smile, you welcome people, you never turn them away. You're always willing to help them and you follow through. Is that something that you believe many families are in need of today more than they were before? Because I know you have some other components that have now become available besides the after school uh, services that you have. I know that there are some social and emotional services now that you provide. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, so we are building in some tutoring mm. into our after school program for identified students. Mm -hmm. um, that, of course, is free. Mm -hmm. um, we have uh, also curriculums and programs mm -hmm. for social and emotional development for kids. Mm -hmm. um, we've just found that particularly since the pandemic, mm. um, there are more challenges for kids um, and adults, but there mm -hmm. are challenges for kids mm -hmm. in social settings that they may not have had before, mm -hmm. particularly really young children who were uh, limited in their socialization during mm -hmm. key times for development. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we gently um, introduce mm -hmm. um, tools mm -hmm. that kids can use um, to get back where they should be. Mm -hmm. Now, when we talk about the pandemic and before we get into our next question, I just want to highlight you were one of the organizations that instead of closing your doors during the pandemic, you opened them wider. We did. Tell us about that. So we did not close. Um, there was just a need for, um, well, people's needs in general just increased. People mm. needed, some of them needed the ability to go to work. So we mm. continued to provide care mm -hmm. for students who um, whose parents were in a situation where they had to go to work still. Mm -hmm. um, even during the hybrid learning, we had children here on their at-home days, mm -hmm. and we had staff to help them work through their um, online learning. Mm -hmm. Um, and we bumped up access to our food pantry mm -hmm. uh, because because people were losing their jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, food became uh, more of an issue for many people locally. Mm -hmm. um, and so we increased our um, distribution and we began to um, also deliver to uh, people who it was simply not safe for them to come out. Most of them were seniors. Mm -hmm. um, and so we found volunteers who were willing to come here, pick up food and make deliveries to seniors uh, so they wouldn't have to leave their homes. I mean, we've heard of many success stories or people talking about what they did during COVID and so on. But just to hear this, and, and we've talked about this several times, and every time you tell me, it's like mm -hmm. I get goosebumps, just excited in the facts that, you know, families will not be turned away, but there's always going to be an opportunity for you to go deeper, find ways. And this, I believe, as difficult as it was for many, you kind of used it for an opportunity 
to now tap into something that they were missing. And maybe you noted this before, but with the pandemic, it was just now in the forefront. Now Now it's right in front. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one thing that I really loved that we did during the pandemic, which was not essential, Mm-hmm. but I think helpful. Um, we did something called community care projects, mm-hmm. always have, but we um, we did them weekly and we would provide people with an idea or a way to support other people. Mm-hmm. So on any given week, we would announce a project, maybe um, making cards for uh for people who were in nursing homes and care facilities because mm. their families weren't able to visit. Yeah. So we, we would have families and kids making cards and um, we delivered them to nursing homes. Uh, we collected um, treats and candies and things for uh, first responders. Mm-hmm. We delivered them to hospitals and fire stations and places where people had to be we encouraged people to do um chalk art in front of their mailboxes and mm-hmm. thank yous mm-hmm. for postal workers and uh delivery drivers it was just um a diversion mm-hmm. and um morale booster that we felt um was helpful to to those who were doing it also the ones on the receiving end and this is what i love the most about sterling house is that multi-generational outlook that you have you talked about connecting seniors with youth and so on and i'm just looking on socktober (laughs) plastic free july my community cares projects and so on, you know, taking opportunities of something that looks dull and bringing it to life. It's like you're always watering these flowers. What's what's the idea concept? Do you get it from your staff? Do you get it from yourself? Who who is thinking of all these great names and how you get you know some of these projects out? Well, a lot of it is a group project. We have a, a really innovative and caring staff here. Mm-hmm. That that whole thing falls under my job description Mm -hmm. but everybody here really supports me Mm -hmm. um in the uh, imagination of it (laughs) small but mighty this is what she always says but it's amazing the amount of work for those friends that get a chance to visit stratford you need to come see this i mean i've seen this building transform it is beautiful not to knock any of the other community service programs that are out there i'm just letting you know this is happening and and there are many ways for us to get involved and i know that there's some volunteerism and things like that but before that i get into that i want to touch now so the students are here in the youth side and now they begin to grow now they're in stratford high school they're in brunel they're in different places what actually happens to these kids now so we try to transition them we encourage a lot of uh family or multi-generational volunteering throughout the year Mm -hmm. to sort of keep them in touch with us. And at a middle school age, I would say, we begin to allow them to volunteer independently in our athletic programs or um, in our food pantry. Mm -hmm. And by the time they're in high school, we have, um, it's, it's wide open. They do all sorts of things all sorts of things for us. They're refing our soccer games, they're uh, mm. timers at our basketball games, they're mm-hmm. packing bags for the senior deliveries. Mm-hmm. They are um, 
creating their own, the strobe group that you mentioned, mm -hmm. they create their own projects. Um, Amazing. And a large percentage of the staff that works mm -hmm. at our summer camp mm -hmm. are teen volunteers. You know, one of the things, and before we, we continue to talk about that, the food pantry is something that we've not mentioned. And just to keep it uh, out there for everyone to know, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays from 1 to 3. And there are evening appointments that are available upon request. Call 203-378-2606, 203-378-2606. Now, when we talk about the food pantry, and this is one of the bigger initiatives in my eyes that you guys offer, it's the amount of produce that you receive and the types, fresh fruits, vegetables. Tell us a little bit about that. We get a huge range of products because we have um quite a range of of patrons who mm -hmm. use our pantry yeah. and we try to accommodate all sorts of different cultures and um cooking styles mm -hmm. and diet and dietary needs mm -hmm. um we try to educate people mm -hmm. uh, about how to eat healthier mm -hmm. um and the woman leanne who is the director in our food pantry mm -hmm. is engaged and um just amazing the way she cares for the people that come in um remembers them helps to accommodate their needs uh, it's 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 a good experience for a food pantry you know families and and community members and beyond who want to um contribute please visit the pantry and make donations at sterling house and this is available monday through friday nine to five um whatever you can donate it will be used effectively to help families that are in need and trust me you will bring a smile and a healthy meal to a family that might need it most and i think that m most of the things that we're starting to understand thus far is that we don't throw anything away we kind of keep these kids since they was little we keep them as they continue to grow now they're in middle school now they're learning some college and career readiness type of skills but when they get into high school which is another big draw that you have the internships tell us about how you connect with stratford high and the other high school programs to help kids get credits and do different things kids can get credit um uh school credit for volunteering a certain amount of hours here and we track hours we mm -hmm. encourage them of course to track their own hours to mm -hmm. be responsible individuals but we track for them and and provide verification so that they can get additional credit to help towards graduation um and we do offer um training mm -hmm. um to kids while they're here, while they're volunteering, we don't just train them as volunteers. Mm -hmm. We train them to be socially responsible and um, things like um, CPR, yeah, things like that. Fiscal management, mm -hmm. you know, personally enriching mm -hmm. as well as good for the um, the community. So these so these students can come here to literally have fun, play sports, learn how to become some a coach 
learn to train others, uh, be a big brother, so to speak, or like a mentor to some of the younger kids as they continue to develop. Can you think about a success story that's connected? I know there's many, but of a student that you believe was able to be part of your program and step out. We don't need to use the student's name, but you can probably talk about the success that you know of. A student comes in and boom. There's there's so many. Um, I, I can see two faces in front of me right now. Um, but we had a young man who came here, I think probably in middle school, mm-hmm. to volunteer needing hours so that he could, in fact, graduate mm-hmm. um, and stayed with us, increased his hours, began to spend the summers with us um, because you're right, it is fun, but it's also supportive and they know that they're doing something good for themselves. Mm-hmm. Stayed with us throughout the summers, um, was not ready to go to college, uh, mm. kind of at a at a loss about where he was headed. So he enrolled into Satonic, but stayed with us, still mm-hmm. volunteering, mm-hmm. Um, and then left to Satonic, really at, at loose ends. Stayed mm-hmm. here because we we knew him, we supported him, we were trying to guide him in the right direction, mm-hmm. uh, to, to listen to his inner voice and figure out where he was headed. Um, and. He, and he has gone back to school mm. and he will be successful. <laughs> wow. You know, They're when crazy. you when you when you think and, and, and thank you for actually sharing that um, myself growing up in an urban setting and finding school to be an outlet, the stories that that Pam is sharing are so true. They're so real because you never know the helping hand, how far it can extend your life, how far it can extend your now careers. So there are ways that we continue to stay connected. And, you know, Sterling House has been that avenue. And thank you for once again, helping these young future stars to continue to blossom, no matter what the situations are. And you continue to, uh, you know, show up for them. Now that we are talking about the students who have now ventured off and started college, um, are there ways that these students come back to contribute to you and in which ways? They, they certainly do. Um, we often get them during uh, the Thanksgiving holiday break between semesters. Mm-hmm. Many of them have hours that they're required to mm-hmm. complete for their coursework, but they, they come back to us, um, help in the food pantry, help with one of our fundraisers during that time of year. Um, we see them often. Um, I also have many that come back to do their college internships with us. Mm. Okay. And even those that now work with us who as staff that came to us as volunteers and spent their time with us and ended up back here. You know, a lot of the things that we are listening to, and it sounds um, incredible to hear, but as I envision and our listeners are looking at this, you can now begin to understand that this is a place that everyone is respected, the diverse populations that are here, the languages that they are supporting, the things that they are bringing to our youth that are things that they're going to be using as future adults. 
and now they are career ready. I know that you and I had a conversation the other day and we and we talked about you felt bad that many of the students during the summertime because they didn't get any payments to be here. They had to just clock hours and they had like a stipend and 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 in some places they were getting offers that probably weren't the best, but they would venture because they needed to get paid. Could you tell me about some of how the ways that you made that connection and how do your staff work together on this? Well, we have um, we've really focused on that and there's an awareness in the community that that is an issue that a there aren't enough jobs out there for uh, young kids, mm -hmm. but there are young kids who need to contribute to their family or to prepare for what they're going to need during the school year. Mm -hmm. So we have, um, we've tapped into several places mm -hmm. that provide grant money so that we can, mm. we can provide them. There are, you know, criteria that they have to meet, mm -hmm. but we are able to pay them not as much as if they worked at a drive-thru mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but enough that they are um happy to stay here where they're happy mm -hmm. doing something that they enjoy mm -hmm. and still um and and still have some money at the end of the summer so here's some future pams if you guys can see that right <laughs> they come in here enjoy it and stay here forever right. you know for those families or and and these students that are interested in the scholarship opportunities you guys offer graduating seniors who want to continue their education and they direct that to you at your email right that i can share yes. which is p robertson so it's r-o-b-e-r-t-s-o-n at sterlinghousecc.org and once again you you can visit the website sterlinghousecc.org and just browse through the amount of programs and services here are just incredible now one of the things that i know that you offer for families that's probably not even talked about is the sense of community and many people think that, yeah, I'll just drop off my son or daughter, pick them up and whatever. But there's so much that really happens here. Like once you're here, like you like it's like Hotel California, you check in, you know, you go check out. But but the type of events that you have here, you have events that happen in um, Aaron's gym, right? Can you can you mm -hmm. tell us about some of those things? Aaron's gym is fabulous. Mm -hmm. um, it's specifically for children, mm -hmm. but um, we do a variety of things down there. We, a, a lot of our teams, our soccer teams, mm -hmm. lacrosse teams, mm -hmm. use that for practice. Mm -hmm. um, but we use it for other community events also for kids. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's a, it's a great place that you can rent you can get you have access to it for mm -hmm. a birthday party mm -hmm. or whatever your celebration is for your children i mean the turf field this is not even doing it justice Fourteen thousand square feet made of pure grass i mean growing up you get to practice and play here it's amazing birthday parties so on snow days when kids are you know probably not 
for those of us that don't play with snow, but for those that need a place to go, tell us about the snow days. What can families expect happens here? So when it is, uh, we are, mm -hmm. our, we are not completely independent. Mm -hmm. The town, we follow the town's uh, school schedule. Okay. If the schools close, I mean, if it is really bad and the schools close, we will be closed. Mm -hmm. But if, um, if the roads are accessible and usable, we will still be here. That's amazing. And, and, and I think that that's something that families, once again, for, for, for parents who, who work, who probably don't have a snow day, who may need the outlet, you can come here in Sterling House, again, have tons of fun, learn, and build your careers as you, as you grow. You have a Sterling House store, which I plan to buy stuff, hopefully, right after this show. But tell us about the store. How, what was the designing of the merch and, and, and what was that about? Well, um, it sort of started as a way of promoting each of our events. Mm -hmm. We had them very specialized per event. Mm -hmm. um, and then we thought, but we need something more generic because we need to be able to identify our own volunteers and our own staff. Mm -hmm. When we are holding events, people mm -hmm. will be able to look around mm -hmm. and see our shirt and know that we are um, we're part of the uh, Sterling House crew. Mm -hmm. um, and they they were just popular more than just that's what i call it <laughs> and for now you have an event coming up now but these are the titled events these themed events party for a purpose so april 22nd 5 30 to 9 30 for grown-ups now we have a night of raffles and fun and so on you get to look at different things and what i love the most about that was that the proceeds of this will go to youth and families of the Resource Connection Program. Tell us about the Resource Connection Program and why those funds are important. So different events funds will go for different things. Sometimes they fund the, the financial aid that we give for summer camp. And sometimes they fund um, the feeding program that we do for identified elementary school students. We feed the, a few hundred of them on the weekends during the school year um and that is housed within the uh resource connection that you mentioned mm. um the food pantry is within the resource connection mm -hmm. we also provide things like uh, a toy drive at christmas mm. we do a few hundred turkeys mm. um at thanksgiving um we provide school uniforms and school supplies uh, before for back to school each year mm -hmm. so, so the, it, it's just um it's just a a, a way uh, it's it's our community service uh department yeah so now when you're when you're looking at how to register and you toggle onto the website you go into Sterling House Community Center, and you look for how to. So how to register for these particular programs. You navigate over the page, preschool, athletics, youth soccer, how to register for programs, after school, youth programs, adult programs, lacrosse, on and on and on. Is there something else that you can share with us that's not on this board 
that you that you're like yes i want this next is there anything that you can share without giving out the <laughs> the family the family secrets, secrets. there the thing that is interesting about Sterling House is that there does always seem to be something new on the horizon. Mm -hmm. um, we are small and agile. Mm -hmm. So we have the ability to react to community needs, um, places where there is a void. Um, for example, we had a few years ago, we had a fire in town mm. in an apartment building, and it was not big enough to warrant the Red Cross, but there were several displaced families. Mm. So we had the ability to do collection for them and provide them with the resources. Mm -hmm. So it is, it is ever-changing what is available. Mm -hmm. um, we have a few, you know, hard and fast things like soccer and camp, mm -hmm. but, um, but we like to be able to say yes. And we, um, we like it when the community comes to us mm -hmm. and, and reveals mm -hmm. a need. Mm -hmm. And so, so there is somewhere that I just want to like pause for a bit, a family who has an emergency. And I know, unfortunately you have seen too many, but however, a family approaches you in a moment of need, you find yourself in an opportunity to first hear this family out. What's your thought process as you're seeing this family right right before you with a fire, with, with some tragedy, something? What's going through your mind first? Well, the town of Stratford has um, a very good network mm -hmm. um, and a, a, a good um net under the population mm -hmm. so maybe they come to us because they know us and and we're accessible but um it doesn't mean that we're going to take the whole thing on it mm -hmm. means we're going to help sort it out for them yeah. we're going to put them in contact with social services we're mm -hmm. going to put them in contact with the fire department or the ems mm -hmm. um, we are we we do work with closely with the other town partners mm -hmm. um, for for several reasons, not to overlap services yeah. um, and to be able then to actually fill voids where there are not services. So aside from that service, when you think about these challenges, you, the individual, now you're thinking wearing your mom hat, what do you think you see what your families when they're going through that is there a part of you that feels like i want to do more i didn't do enough are there are there times that you f find yourself challenged yes yes i think we all do actually mm -hmm. because there are times when families are in crisis that the the fire example mm -hmm. um we'll make room somehow create a space so mm. that that child can come here after school so there'll be something concrete and some consistency and some support for them um, while the parents navigate whatever the issues are that mm -hmm. they have to work through and thank you for you know sharing that so so you began here 2010 about 2009 yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so not looking at it being 2023 you've done amazing work throughout what is something you think 
that you've left your mark on without really aiming for it, that you've said to yourself, I'm very proud that that took, took place. Could be your initiative, could be someone else's, but what's something that in your time here, you said, yeah, I really did like that. I think it's always um, the teens. There's, mm. I, I personally, that's the age group that I enjoy the most. Mm -hmm. And not um, all of us, Pam, but I yeah. know that. And, <laughs> And so I felt like <clears throat> that gave me a unique perspective mm -hmm. to be able to sort of reel them in and provide them with uh, a positive experience. Yes. Um, and so I feel the best about them. Mm. So now that you see this, I mean, and once again, I've seen this transformation. This place is just beautiful. Where do you see the community center heading? Do you see a second Sterling House? What 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 are you envisioning as the bigger picture? They're kind of a fine line because um, there's something really intimate, and uh, everyone feels like they know us mm -hmm. when they come here. Mm -hmm. There are certainly uh, more needs that will have to be addressed mm -hmm. in the future. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like we. One of the things that we look at occasionally is after school care. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just such a, a need in town. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I believe we will try to stay within these few acres that we have here yeah. and uh, work within those constraints. For those of us that get our Christmas trees here as well, yes. that usually happens as well these guys got it covered now tell us a little bit about the volunteer work and when we began the show we started talking about ah, i'll be there a few hours you know what's important that a volunteer needs to know and i know many of us just go out and say oh i really like working with this so i'm going to volunteer some time i just stopped my other job like what is the volunteer lens for you and how does that really work i think it's important um, I think it's important that people volunteer at all ages mm -hmm. um, in different capacities. Different ages have different things to offer. Yes. Um, I think that part of my job is to find the right fit for them mm. because it needs to be filling a need here mm -hmm. and satisfying to them. Yes. Um, if they're not filling a need, they're probably not going to be satisfied anyway. Um, and so I think that we bring people in and often they move about. They start in one place and then mm -hmm. they volunteer in another place mm -hmm. until they find their niche. Yes. So, so for you, and I know that we talked about the bookstores and we won't get into depth about that, but what's your favorite book now that you have so many bookstores if you had to say this is my book and i've read it x amount of times because here we we like to build you know rituals there's many books even when i'm happy or sad that i go back and read or there's a movie i'll go watch again yeah. just because what's that book for you that's so hard <laughs> um because it really depends on the season and my mood. Um, I have favorite authors. Yes. So start there. <laughs> okay. I love Don DeLillo. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite books of all time, it's rather old, was White Noise. Okay. We've heard of that. Yep. Loved that mm -hmm. book. Mm -hmm. Then on the other side of the spectrum, I love Camus. 
Mm, okay. It's kind of bleak. And <laughs> <laughs> so if you need the book tips, you know Pam's got them too. I am I am I am really, really happy that that we uh, did this and, and you know that even though as a starter organization, we also are small and mighty in the he's just a social worker movement I did share with you. I was prompted into action. And and it's and it's people like you that I look up to. It's people like you that I say, you know what? That's the kind of work that I want to do. And I can see families not turned away. You give people an opportunity. And that's why we love you and we love Sterling House for sure. And please visit all of the families that have an opportunity when and if you can. Is there something that happens for the adults um, like learning English as a second language, uh, some job readiness. What do you foresee happening for the adults? So we don't ourselves offer um, courses for adults, yep. classes. Yep. They happen under our roof, however, okay. with other organizations. Okay. We have you know, financial planners um, that that provide uh, course classes for people. We have writers groups who meet here. Mm -hmm. We uh, have the Arts Alliance, which uses Ooh. part of our space. Yes. Um, and so we have adult art classes, but really um, the adult art classes are ours and the adult karate is ours, but, mm -hmm. um, and pickleball. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, but, um, there are plenty of opportunities for adults um, on our schedule that are, are um, from other groups. That's just truly amazing. And, and before we go, um, Pam, I just wanted to give you the floor for you to just say whatever you want, whether that's related to the work that you've done to Sterling House, to anything that you're offering our listeners to remember about your work, what is it to be a volunteer? What it is it to be a community leader? Is there anything you can tell us about that? Well, it's not necessarily my work. It is, I think, everybody, everybody's obligation mm -hmm. and everybody owes it to themselves mm -hmm. to become involved in their community mm -hmm. in some way. Mm -hmm. um, the community is enriched, the individual is enriched, mm -hmm. And, um, you know, people talk all the time about giving back. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to have been in a place where you needed help in order to be in a position to give back. Mm. Everyone um, has something to offer and you just need to uh, get out there and find a way to become integrated in something. Well, thank you for that more than just moment there. Um, for many of us who have other talents, who don't know what to do with those talents, we are letting you know that once you put your mind to it, it can be done. The He's Just a Social Worker movement happened because of that, because I want to make sure that the people who are engaging with us are not overlooked, that we work together because we're looking for fighters who put up their hands up to say, I will not, I will not be stopped. I'll reply this for anyone and everyone who feels a need to be understood. Make sure that you check out Sterling House, find them on Instagram at Sterling House. Look up, he's just a social worker, follow me there if you have any questions. We really enjoyed having our guest today and Pam, 
Before we close out, I just want to thank you once again from your busy, busy, busy schedule for taking the time out to meet. Totally love you and love the work that you've done and know that your legacy is already here. Um, you've done enough work, although you don't want to take credit for it. You've done more than enough and there's still years for you to keep giving. So we are pulling for you. Please come over to Sterling House. Look for ways to connect with us and look for the He's Just Social Worker movement coming to a town near you very soon. We out. Please note that the views expressed here are my own and not a representation of my employers and clients. Thank you for listening. We're always here for you. Just message us and we'll get back to you within 24 hours. Thank you. More than just at He's Just a Social Worker.